It ain't the left side or the right side. Then it must be the fence side. Thank you, Solody. Welcome to another episode of On the Fence Side here with Cat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I'm Brian Cat NFL. Paul is fanatic underscore pick. We're taking a look at the, quote, rosterable players for the 2020 season as we head into free agency in the NFL draft and everything fun regarding the offseason. And, of course, we're going to have some disagreements along the way, but what we're really looking for here is not necessarily a 53-man roster prediction, but more who has earned a roster spot heading into 2020. Somebody we can point to and say, yeah, they're going to be on the team, barring an injury, barring a trade, barring something unforeseen. So we're going to start here at the defensive line, and the two main pillars of the line, Paul, and really of the defense when you take a look at how badly the back seven was wiped out, were Davin Gotchar and Christian Wilkins. And they've got to be locks for me right up at the top. And John Jenkins is a player that, at at defensive tackle and defensive end, provided that the Dolphins re-sign him, which in this scenario we're going to imagine that he, had, that he has been re-signed, has to be my third guy. But along the defensive line, I'm not sure if I can include anybody else. I've got a little bit of a surprise here with mine. Based on what we saw in very limited action, I think Zach Sealer is, is pretty close to a lock to be on that roster, at least through training camp, uh, possibly into the regular season. He looked really, really good in this defense and looked like the type of player I think Flores salivates over up on the front seven. Yeah, it's 6'7", 290 pounds, and when he was on the field, he certainly looked like he belonged. It's hard for him to see him – it's hard to see Sealer coming back next year unless there's tremendous competition and a lot of free agents and a lot of draft picks added, which there might be, to for, for him to be cut off this roster, especially at, at, at his salary, which will be well under a million dollars. So, yeah, I, I've got that too. I'm really close on Sealer. As far as making the roster, I don't quite put him on there yet as as that that definite person, but he but he's certainly somebody that's close. Charles Harris and Taco Charlton, two players. Where do you stand on them? This is where I look at this off season. I look at the cap space. I look at the impact players in the draft and where Miami is drafting. And these two are supposed to be pass rush specialists. They don't defend the run worth a damn. And you know, Taco Charlton lucked into a couple of sacks, but they just did not do enough in that pass rusher role. It's Vince Beagle was our best pass rusher by far, and that shouldn't really be his specialty. I think when Miami goes ahead and signs or drafts a, a, a situational pass rusher or a dedicated pass rusher, somebody that can get to the quarterback, the two that are put on notice there are Taco Charlton and Charles Harris because they just haven't done enough. Yeah, I don't have Harris and Charlton as rosterables in 2020 either, largely because their inability to play special teams. I mean, Brian Flores showed down toward the last several games of the year that he wasn't willing to put them on the field or put them on the active game day roster, instead opting for players like Andrew Van Ginkle and Charles, excuse, and Trent Harris that we'll get to here in just a minute. So yeah, yeah I've got it, I've it, got those three. I, I got to jump in there. It's not even their inability to play special teams. For me, it's their inability to play defense. 
basic fundamental defense. There is that too. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there because I'm, I'm sure our listeners are going to point it out. Yeah. And even though Charlton led the, the team in sacks with five, I mean, toward the end of the year, he's not even active and he can't play run defense. He can't play special teams. And also the dolphins are going to have the opportunity to cut him and get $1.8 million back for free. So I'm sure they'll take advantage of that opportunity when it comes to Charles Harris. Given that the Dolphins are going to pay him either way, I could see him possibly making the roster. I think it would be in the best interest of the Dolphins and the other, and anybody else in the NFL uh, to swap him for a seventh-round pick or a sixth-round pick, conditional type of player uh, in, in the upcoming year. So we'll see about that. At linebacker, there are a lot more players that I've got on my list making the roster. Raekwon McMillan. Jerome Baker, Vince Beagle, they're obvious. Andrew Van Ginkle played very well when he when he got into the lineup. I've also got Sam Egwavon making the team as my fifth linebacker. Yeah, I I I've got let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Beagle, Baker, Egwavin, or Egwavin, Harris, and Van Ginkle, as it stands today. I think Calvin Munson was actually close because he showed a lot down the stretch. Deion Lacey, maybe as a special teamer, but I just think that there's enough special teamers and some of these rookies that they, they get in the draft are probably going to take that spot. And what you said on special teams is is right on there because Deion Lacey, he's going to be 30 years old this year. He's a restricted free agent, should be back. Is a player that the Dolphins signed after final cuts before week one. Um, so Trent Harris and Deion Lacey were active in the final few games of the year, Taco Charlton and Charles Harris were not. So I've got them close to making the roster, but not quite on there. So looking at the defensive back spot, we'll start at cornerback because we're going to have Bobby McCain returning at free safety. So we're not going to include him in the, in the cornerback conversation. A lot of bodies passed through the Dolphins organization, especially late in the year. Xavier Howard went down and, you know, we're going to assume that that his problems get fixed here in the offseason. Xavier Howard is the franchise player, probably best player on the team, a lock to make that to make the roster. And I've also got Nick Needham and Jamal Wiltz as the three cornerbacks that I can I can say they're going to be on the team in 2020. I've got Needham. I've got Wiltz. I think as it stands today, not knowing what happens in free agency in the draft. I'd also put Brooks and Tay Hayes on there. Um, Tay Hayes showed a little bit at the end of the, the, the season. And Nate Brooks flashed a little bit. And don't forget, Flores had a huge amount of familiarity with him from New England and brought him down here. And once he brought him down here, he wouldn't take him off the field. Um, so for me, it's more of what I think Flores is thinking there at, at the position than it is what I would like to see. At safety, uh, Bobby McCain went on injured reserve, and you had Adrian Colbert that stepped in there. You had a couple other players that that took some snaps, too. At strong safety, Eric Rowe had a very, very good season and was rewarded with a contract extension. So we've got them as locks making the roster. Walt Akins is a free agent, and 
you had the Dolphins re-signing him. I was kind of on the fence, and I've got to admit, over the last week, you've re-listened to the show, and you you talked me into it. So I'm going to have Walt Aikens making the roster as well as that third guy. Uh, so other than that, you know, I'm not I'm not seeing anybody. So I've got Bobby McCain, Eric Rowe, and Walt Aikens. Anybody else uh, stick out for you? Believe it or not, I definitely want to keep Colbert. I, I really liked what I saw out of him, and I know he's coming back from injury. He was an awesome player before he got hurt. And, and given the fact that, again, we don't know what happens in free agency, we don't know what falls to Miami in the draft, so we've got to go with it as it stands today. And I think Colbert makes the roster, and I think Stephen Parker's right there on the cusp of making the roster as well, even though I expect Parker to be in more of a backup role next season. I was close on Adrian Colbert, and uh, for two weeks in a row, you've uh, you've talked me into it. Uh, I'm I'm going to put him on the roster roster too. Special teams, Paul, Jason Sanders, Matt Hawk returning as a restricted free agent, and uh, Taylor Pepper returning as an exclusive rights free agent. Any changes there for you? No, but the one thing I want to say is as much as I love John Denny, I've really got to give Tabor Pepper a huge amount of credit because you look at it and the biggest compliment you can pay to a long snapper is that you never had to say his name. And I can't recall ever having to say his name once all season long. So as much as it hurt to see old man Denny walk away from the building, I've got to give this guy a lot of credit because Miami was in a lot of special team situations this year, and we didn't have to say his name once. That is the ultimate compliment for a special teamer. And he was on a lot of tackles as well, which is, you know, that's all you can say for a long snapper. He never effed up any long snaps, and he was on in on a few tackles. So yeah, I, I hope he does come back next year too, and he's going to do so at six or $700,000. So reviewing the entire roster and, and one player we haven't talked about too is Rashad Jones, because it's very, very obvious at this point that he is the one guy we can point to and say, he's going to get cut in the off season. The dolphins are going to save over $5 million this year, over $10 million next year. So that, that's certainly going to happen. We, we certainly have a lot of respect for Rashad Jones in, in terms of his play, but not going to make the roster. So Paul, overall, as I tally all this up on offense and on defense and offense, we covered in another show that you can find on all of our media outlets too. We agreed on, I believe 31 players and we'll, we'll go from the top very quickly. Quarterbacks, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen running back, Patrick Laird wide receivers, Devonte Parker, Preston Williams, Albert Wilson, Alan Hearns, Jakeem Grant, tight ends Mike Kosicki and Durham Smythe, offensive linemen Jesse Davis, Daniel Kilgore, and Michael Dieter, defensive linemen Devin Gotchaw, Christian Wilkins, John Jenkins, linebackers Raquan McMillan, Jerome Baker, Vince Beagle, Sam Egwavon, and Andrew Van Ginkle. At defensive at cornerback we had Xavier Howard, Bobby McCain. Or, no, excuse me, Xavier Howard, Jamal Wiltz, and Nick Needham. At safety, we had Bobby McCain, Eric Rowe, Adrian Colbert, Walt Akins, 
And on special teams, we agreed on Jason Sanders, Matt Hawk, and Tabor Pepper. So 31 out of the 53 players on the 2020 roster. Obviously, we both had a couple of more players along the way. But I'll tell you, looking back at the beginning of the year, Paul, when we took a look at this roster, I didn't see 31-plus players on this roster for 2020. I didn't see 15 or 20 at that point in time. Let's let's be fair, though, too. A chunk of these guys that we still wouldn't have expected, they weren't on the roster to begin the season. They're guys that got signed off the street as the season wore on here. So, in reality, it, it does make it impressive. But don't forget, Miami also set a record for number of players utilized in a single season this year which is insane to me, but also part of the nature of the beast when it's one big preseason game. And they're going to have 14 draft picks. They're going to have over $100 million. So they need to acquire that real core of stars along the way. But I see a lot of depth here. And that's really what this exercise here has, has all been about. That will do it for our breakdown of the 2020, what we feel are roster locks heading into the offseason. You're listening to Brian, Cat, and Paul. I'm Brian, Cat, NFL on Twitter. Paul is fanatic underscore pick. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Check out our merch store on thefinside.threadless.com. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. Solo D, take us out. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side, side or the right, right side. side, and it must be the fifth left. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul about to do again. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corian's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corian.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corian.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.